Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to, to Abundantly More. We're your hosts, Gracie. And Sarah Margaret. And we have some very special guests. Very, very special guests. Oh, oh I don't even. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so we have four of our friends here with us. Um, we all went to the same church. Some of us went to different high schools. Some of us. Mm. Some of us. And um, so we're just going to, this episode, we're just going to kind of talk about our college experiences. We've all finished our freshman year of college. Whoop, whoop. whoop. Um, and then we'll be going into our sophomore year. Um, so we're just going to kind of talk about um, some questions about college, how it was for us, the ups and downs. And then we may even talk about our friendships a little bit, how we met, what keeps us close, <laughs> and everything like that. So we're going to let them introduce themselves, and we're going to start with Olivia. Yep. Hi, everyone. I'm Olivia. Um, I'm going in my second year. I go to Pomona College, which is in Woo! California, very go far away. Yes, go sage, go sage hens. Sage it's, hens? Yeah, yeah it's like birds. it's actually like a sage grouse. <laughs> go sage grouse side. <laughs> go sage grouse. Um, it's in California, very, very far away. But, you know, I'm glad I'm here with you guys. Oh, mm. good. But then she, le- y'all, she literally leaves us like, for how many months out of the year? Um, like, like a majority, probably ten. <laughs> like yeah, ten. She 10 literally. Come, she, what does she come home for? Like I come home for Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. and, and summer, yeah. <laughs> and that's it, guys. Um, so that was Olivia, and then now we're gonna intri- introduce you guys to Laura. Oh wait, um, I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone. <I'm- laughs> She already said my name. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I stole her thunder. I'm yeah, sorry, probably. guys. Okay. Hey, everyone. I'm Lauren. I am going into my sophomore year at Sanford University in Birmingham. And, yeah, I'm excited. Go yeah. dogs. Go, Go dogs. dogs. Um, yeah, so Lauren's not too far away from us. Well, at all. From you. Well, yeah, from She's me. She's two hours from me. Two and a yeah. half. But, yeah, we love Two if Lauren, I'm driving. Sweet girl. So... Um, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing all the things. Okay, and next we have... Okay, uh, hey guys. I'm yep. McKay, and I'm going to be a sophomore at University of Alabama. Uh, I almost said Buckham. That's a wrong school. Freshman <laughs> year, I was at Shelton, um, but now I'm at UA. So. To play what? To play softball. Period. <laughs> so, yeah, that's oh, it. Is that, is that it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and next we have we have the last one to introduce themselves. She will not. No least. recommendations for her to make a podcast. <laughs> I will not have this. Not on my Christian server. Um, I'm Ajalon. I'm also going into my second year of college, and I go to UA. <laughs> yeah, she is in high school still. Her yeah. second year of high school. Everyone. She'll be a sophomore. Yeah. I'm about um, to turn 19, though, so that's a big <laughs> Yeah, y'all all wish her happy birthday uh, in August. Yeah, I don't and then know when. she'll finally get her um, driver's license. So. <laughs> I got it two years ago. <laughs> After the third try. <laughs> third try. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, so we have the question that we ask everyone. So, Olivia, why don't you tell us just a little bit about what you're passionate about? Okay, so right now, like in terms of school, it seems like I'm most passionate in like research, but not just like researching like random like eggs or something sciencey <laughs> like that. More like um, researching about policy. I'm trying to be a, pub- a public policy analysis major. So my passion right now is researching into policy and kind of seeing how it affects people, you know, short term and long term and figuring out, you know, how to make changes and how to like, even word policy slightly differently, that would make a huge change on society. I've just been really interested in that. 
So I guess research. So yeah, she's smart. Good. Yeah, she's oh, smart. So she's smart. Thank you. Thank you. But Lauren has a really unique just life. Look at her so, smiling. I, I wish I could see her smiling right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's having so much fun. So go ahead, Lala. Tell us about it. Uh, I am having a good time. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun time at Sanford and in Birmingham. Um, let's see. Right now, I would say that something I'm passionate about. Hold on. My headphones are falling off my head. Okay, wait. <laughs> Um, something that I'm passionate about is definitely service and wow. um, working like in the nonprofit world. Um, I've been learning a lot about like areas that experience poverty and um, just different things like that. I'll be interning at a place this fall that has to do with that, so I'm really excited. She um, hasn't she told, hasn't us, told us that. <laughs> <laughs> we are just now hearing. Can about we go this. into that for a second? Will you tell us yeah, a little bit about that? That up. and um, Micah sure. Fellows. Okay, yeah. So I'm in a program at Sanford University called um, Micah Fellows, and it's based on the verse um, in the Bible, Micah six eight, um, and mainly that just talks about love, justice, and humility, and what it means to um, be a disciple of the Lord, be a you know true follower of Him. And so the internship I'm doing this fall is with Christian Service Mission in Birmingham. And yeah, I, it'll be um, just focusing on like organizing service projects to help people in urban Birmingham. And so I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to learn a lot. So yeah, that's, that's super cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Ajalyn. Tell us what you're passionate about. Um, my greatest passion right now, um, kind of focusing back on just being a servant of the Lord and being one of his vessels, mm. um, mainly coming back around to start a school, start of the semester. I'm actually going to be leading a life group with one of my close friends, Kaylee, shout out to her. Um, and I guess one of my biggest heart, one of my biggest reasons of the heart behind that is just um, allowing people to see who they are in the eyes of the Lord um, mm. with their identity. Because I know a big part of my testimony is that I struggled with that a lot. I put my identity in my schoolwork. I put my identity in my grades and test scores and all that kind of stuff. And it really just wrecked me. There was never any peace. I was always searching for the next thing because I, and I was never satisfied and I was never satisfied because I put my identity in things that were temporary mm, and yeah. things that aren't eternal. And for what it, for we see is temporary, for we do not see is eternal. And, um, the Lord being almighty and eternal as he is putting my faith and my eyes on him, it really just opened my eyes to a lot of things to who I am. And just realizing that not everything in this life surrounds me. It's not always about me. Um, and really, like, my favorite verse that just draws me back to him is 1 Corinthians fifteen ten, mm. And it's, um, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward mm. me was not in vain, mm. yet not I, but the grace of God, which is with me. And it always reminds me that whatever happens in this life, it isn't because of what I do myself. It isn't because of um, what I didn't do. It's because by his grace alone, I live this life. And it's by his grace that things happen. And it's not to... Uh, hinder me or to punish me or even to praise me is to bring his name glory and that's just the end game of it all yeah end game if you guys have seen avengers <laughs> yeah. endgame, endgame. No, i hope you guys got all that no seriously we're checking your notebooks <laughs> yeah we are we'll have a notebook check on monday morning yeah, when so y'all come back into I hope class you guys have all of that um i really don't think that there's a more perfect verse for our own hearts behind this than what she said yeah too i think it's really good um oh i had another question but i completely forgot so we as we've kind of established we have all kind of really had very different college experiences. Um, Ajalon, why don't you just kind of go into very broadly, very generally, your experience as a freshman on the University of Alabama's campus? Uh, in, the all, in the LLC. In the LLC. LLC. <laughs> Roll Tide. Um, 
this year, I guess. <laughs> this year, really, um, I guess. I don't want to say it wasn't a college experience, but I'm going to like it. It definitely wasn't probably as much to do mm-hmm. as a normal college experience with COVID happening and everything. But um, we're so blessed to have one, so blessed to go back on campus and have community and all that kind of stuff. But um, one of the main things for me, I did not like living in a dorm at all. I'll say that. <laughs> I just didn't. Like, I was at home more than I was at my dorm. I lived in Fusaclis. And Fusaclis. Yes. Like, all my money went down there. Oh, Freshman geez. 15 is not a joke. <laughs> Guys, she looks the exact same she as she did in high school, so don't same. listen to her. Um, but I guess really what really shaped my freshman year was community, was college ministry. Yeah. Um, I guess one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give to any incoming freshman or anything is find a church, and mm. get plugged in and find a church that, um, is big on serving, find a church that isn't self-centered, find a church that preaches the gospel, find yeah. a church that isn't praising itself or praising their own members. Um, but really plugging into a church and finding that community was really allowed me to not only continue to develop my relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. but allowed me to see who he was in a new way. He saw, um, allowed me to see him as a friend, as a protector, and ultimately mm-hmm. as a refuge, somewhere I can hide and know that I am safe. Yeah. Um, kind of like when, because college is real. College is a whole new playing field, um, and it can be a lot sometimes and one of the really big things that he's taught me this whole past year was just to hide in him he is my hiding place um not just to hide in things that will leave me empty that only give me seconds of satisfaction but um because he is what my soul longs for Mm. I go to him and I know that I am made well so I guess just the biggest thing is just knowing that wherever you plant yourself um find a college find a church where the community just really, I guess, just embraces who the Lord has made you to be and just takes it and run, runs with it because they will ultimately just leave you feel, it will leave you feel so refreshed and so fulfilled um, knowing that there there's going to be places that will hold you accountable and that will even um, encourage you and challenge you to see Christ in new and more intentional and deeper ways. Yeah. And Again, Y'all get better have your notebooks out. I, know, I mean, literally. literally. And one thing I'm going to say about um, Ajalon, I'm just going to brag on her a little bit because I don't tell her. Um, what's your love language? Words of Quality out. time. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give some words of affirmation to Ajalon real quick. She brings up a great point about community in the mm. church. Y'all, Ajalon blossomed her freshman year of college under probably the worst circumstances ever no, with COVID. Yeah, literally. Um. So I don't think that we should have an excuse to be like, oh, co- COVID is, oh, I can't go to church. I can't, I can't do this for the Lord because of COVID. Ajalon has grown so much her freshman year. And y'all, she was never at home because she, every time the doors were open in this church, um, in the international ministry, mm-hmm. when there was a, um, a college ministry event, Ajalon was there. She mm-hmm. was the first one there. She would help set up. She would uh, take everything down, the last one to leave. Mm-hmm. So that's really good, all that you were saying. You me cry. Oh, okay, <laughs> hang on. I have to wipe her tears, so I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get back to it and get us centered a little bit, because um, Ajalon's was absolutely spectacular and community and you know, the whole nine yards, y'all better have been. So we can just move on from that quick. No, I'm just so basically, yeah. So basically that's it for the podcast. <laughs> um, we'll see you next week. But um, Olivia, you had probably, I, you know, I'd venture to say the uniquest. That's not our word. Most the most, most unique. unique. <laughs> 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 
jeez. <laughs> uh, um, the most unique experience out of all of us going across the country and oh living with, you know, I don't know. Did you know your roommates? Um, I knew them from the internet. Like, oh, they, okay. like, zoomed them. or something. Yeah, we would Zoom yeah. all the time. Okay. But she didn't like, meet them prior to, no, like, in I person. Okay. Moving in. Okay, yeah. So, pretty, like, pretty random people, I'd say. Um, so, go into your experience just a little bit. Okay, so Pomona College is, even though it's, like, 40 minutes out of L.A., it's kind of still in L.A. County, so they still abide by L.A.'s rules. So, we weren't able to go back on campus all last year. So, my freshman year, I was never on campus. Um, officially. So all throughout the summer and after I got admitted, we knew COVID was happening because we got admitted as COVID was like starting in March. And we all started, you know, having group chats. And in those group chats, we were all just trying to connect since we knew it might, we might not be able to see each other for a while. So after we were connecting through the group chats, we were like, oh, well, let's start Zooming. And then we would Zoom we started doing zooming probably like four times a week. We would zoom well into the night. So I got really close to some people and I hadn't even met them. So then we found out that we weren't going to be on campus. The school wasn't letting anyone on campus the first semester. So me and a group of people were like, well, you know, the school's refunding us. So why don't we use this money and move out to L.A.? So I moved into an Airbnb for... Um, I think it was three months with, I guess, technically strangers. Um, the people that I moved in with, I didn't really, those weren't the people I talked to the most. So they were kind of strangers. I just moved in with them for a few months in a completely, like, completely different coast of the, of the country. <laughs> like, not even just like, oh, I went to Georgia. No, I was in California from Alabama. Or like Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> the so, shade. It was um, Starkville, Stark Vegas. Yeah, it was, hey, or, hey, know. Mississippi State. It's a, a college. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like you, like you have to take the ICT to get yeah, in. Yeah. So you have to make it nineteen. But. <laughs> you have to do well. So okay. Well, anyways, you know, um, I don't go. Bulldogs. We ring true. So respect the bill. <laughs> um. So I moved out. Um. It was. I. Was, I thought I'd be more scared than I was. I was more excited. Good. Um. It was. I was just so upset that I wasn't going to be able to go and get the experience in California on campus because no offense to Alabama, but I don't really like it. I love the people here. Like, I wish you guys would, like, move to California. That would be, like, something perfect to tell life. You. No, I'm just <laughs> I was to say, what? <laughs> They're going to come visit me for spring break, though. We're going to cram all six of us into our dorm. You'll already be there, so like, why would you need to get in the car with us? And she comes all the way back. Why would you drive all the way to California? I don't know. Road trip. Okay. We're taking Spirit Airlines. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 we're not. No, Spirit. You're listening. Spirit. I've taken Spirit Airlines to California plenty of times. Perfectly fine. Real good rates. Okay. Real good Anyways. Rates. So, you know, it was fun. It was not being on campus, but I don't think anyone had the – the normal college on campus experience. So um, what was different was that I was able to, you know, be around people my age who were all going through the same experience of being away from our families, um, you know, have not being able to just get up and drive home or the only way we can talk to our parents is if we call them. So we bonded a lot through that. Um, if you, In terms of spirituality, because I was in California, so it's way different than the Bible Belt that yeah. Alabama's in. 
So the the main thing that I was trying to do was just kind of stay in touch with my spirituality because it's not just it's not people there that are like oh well God isn't real God is bad da 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 it's less that and more people just don't talk about religion that much at all yeah. it's not like a topic no one's ever really asking oh what do you believe in oh why do you believe this you know mm-hmm. so my main goal for this the first semester really was to just stay in touch with my spirituality and you know um really think about my morals and stick to those morals especially in the face of you know I was in groups of people a lot I was in <laughs> I was in large groups of people you know they all had very different beliefs a lot of them had different beliefs from mine so it was yeah. just about and I knew this was going to be a problem but just sticking to my beliefs and you know not being not swaying just because everyone else was and yeah. I mean, there were times where it was like, well, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, everyone's around. But I think I really did a good job of, you know, really remembering what my core values are. Mm-hmm. And even, not even just remembering them, but kind of like, but kind of like building them and kind of creating my core values as an individual, like mm-hmm. my own individual spirituality. Um, not just because, oh, well, my parents said this is how I'm supposed to believe. But it's like I built that myself yeah. moving out. And especially moving out of the Bible Belt where, you know, you have people, which this isn't a bad thing. Everyone has mentors. But you have people kind of telling you this is how you're supposed to believe and this is how you, you know, exhibit Christ in your everyday life. But it was like I kind of figured that out for myself. Yeah. So it was it was definitely harder. But I really, really liked it, and I, I value that experience. And then through that, it kind of gave me self-confidence. It's just like a person. Yeah. You know, I felt, I think I came back from California, and I just felt like a whole different person, way more confident, um, both um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, all that. I just felt like a better person. Every time I'd go and I'd come back, I just, I felt like I had improved as a, as a being. So <laughs> I, I 100% recommend <laughs> Pomona College increase in yeah. All right, McKay. Application. Application. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. huh? So basically, if you live in California, she recommends moving to Boston. Like, oh, yeah, I guess. Move across the country in a That's house with no parents. With um, no parents. <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah, that's really good. It's really important to kind of make your faith your own, yeah, and to really step into who you are as a person in Christ. Because he makes us all different. He sure does make us all different. <laughs> but <laughs> what's the eventual things? God made you special, and Some He loves you very different. much. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know Lauren had the mic. I know me either. Um, Lauren, why don't you go into Sanford a little bit? Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I saw, sorry, I just said that some people are built different. <laughs> <laughs> I was answering when you asked um, what the VeggieTales thing said about um, everybody being different. And I said, some people are just built different. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lala, talk about your experience for a second. <laughs> she, y'all, she's laughing so hard. Okay. So I would say for my adjustment to college, um, it was definitely easy to adjust to the fun parts of college and getting to hang out with your friends and do fun things and be spontaneous and all that. Um, But there were definitely aspects of college that took some time to adjust to and um, just really navigate. Um, One of the biggest lessons that I had to learn was learning to be self-aware and realizing like when I need time to 
reset and just recharge um, and just take time to rest because there were definitely times when I um, would just be overwhelmed and I would just crash and I just wouldn't want to do anything for a little bit. Um, and it took time to learn how to um, just lean on the Lord and really learn how to get my um, just motivation from Him and just to focus on the mission that he has left us with and also just to find rest in him, um, like Ajalon was saying earlier, because he definitely is our hiding place and he is someone that we can um, just go to whenever we're feeling overwhelmed or when we're making ourselves too busy or, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. It, it definitely is important to take time to rest and that's something I had to learn and had to learn the hard way at some, some points because I would make myself too busy and mm. I would forget to really um, take care of myself by spending time with the Lord. So... Yeah, that's definitely the biggest lesson that I had to learn. That's yeah. good. That's really good. That's really good. McKay, <laughs> you and Gracie got to have a year together. They were, Gracie and McKay were the only ones who stayed at the same school. Um, Lauren and myself were the only ones who didn't go to high school. Wait, wait, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> hang on, I was going to stop. Lauren and I went to different high schools than each other and the other four. Um, but... Yeah, it's for McKay. She had to count. Um, I was going to say, Gracie and McKay were the only other ones that, like, got to stay together after high school, is what I was going to say. So why don't you talk a little bit about Shelton and Duco a little bit? Okay, so my freshman year, I was at Shelton State on the softball team. Um, But all the classes were online because of COVID. So Mm. that wasn't really a, like, college experience, in my opinion. So, like, it didn't really feel like college, considering that I still lived at home, and Shelton's, like, eight minutes from my house. Um, And I was at home a lot, just because I'm a homebody. But (laughs) um, You are. Yeah. It's truth. (laughs) Um, But this year, I'm moving to UA um, to also play softball. So I'm really excited to meet new people and to hopefully not have online classes. Uh, um, even though they just, like, redid the mask mandate thing. Um, so, yeah. I was at the well all year last year, which is the Calvary, which is the college, college ministry, ministry Calvary. at Calvary. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so I would always try to get, like, plugged into everything that I could and everything else. So that really helped me grow in my faith. Um, the biggest lesson I probably had to learn last year uh, was just to trust God in his timing and mm-hmm. know that his plan for me will will work out no matter what. Yeah. I have a really bad habit of thinking I can do things on my own. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really good. That's really good. Snaps for our classmates. Yeah. Snaps for our classmates. <laughs> Gracie, why don't you take this one? Hey, everyone. Oh, she's back. Um, I'm back. I'm here. Um, so I went to Shelton. I played softball there. Um, yeah, kind of the same thing like McKay was saying. It was just, so, like, I felt like the whole year I was just going through the motions. It was yeah. so, like easy to just fall into like a little slump Mm -hmm. um so I just feel like I was like I was waking up I was going to I was doing my homework um online in my room Mm -hmm. um I was I was going to softball practice I was going home and like that was it like I wasn't trying to live in my faith really it was Mm -hmm. more just like I was comfortable I wasn't out of my comfort zone at all so I just got very like complacent and Mm -hmm. that was kind of what I was convicted of, especially, like, this past summer and everything. Mm-hmm. Shout out Super Summer. Shout out Super Summer. Um, so that's kind of what where I was at. Um, I went a lot to um, the well stuff. 
uh, college ministry at Calvary, like what McKenna said. <laughs> and um, and I try. I was just very. I knew that I had a community and I had a lot of friends and I was comfortable here. Mm-hmm. And I was selfish in that because I just had 20, 15, 20 teammates who have mm-hmm. just moved from out of town who don't have a church they go to, who are away from their family, who don't know anyone here. So yeah. it's like, why am I being so stingy with what I have, even though I have an amazing church that I know would welcome them with open arms. Mm-hmm. I have amazing friends here who would welcome them with open arms. So like, mm-hmm. why was I not trying to get more people plugged in? Uh, yeah, so I was just really convicted of like complacency and just being comfortable. So be convicted, be challenged, get out of your comfort zone. Do all the Writing things. Right. Right to down. Um Sarah Margaret, uh talk about your freshman year a little bit. Oh, I thought oh I got all sorts of turnaround. It is my turn. Uh Sarah Mar uh Sarah uh, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> um my college experience or freshman year experience I was saying college experience, like I've been through all four years and graduated. <gasps> so I have my masters. <laughs> <laughs> so surprise. Um yeah. But my college experience was actually like pretty normal. Um I moved to Starkville and went through Rush, did all the things, and ended up pledging somewhere that I'm not a part of anymore. Um, but I was, you know, it was relatively normal. Like, I didn't know my roommate. There was, like, a whole thing there. Didn't know my roommate. She is one of my favorite people now. Um, but I ended up going and meeting, like, my best friends in, like, the whole world on, like, the second day. It was ridiculous. I will retract my statement. I wouldn't say the whole world. I wouldn't say the whole world. I would say my, like... In Mississippi. In my, yeah. yeah, my Mississippi best friends. Um, but, yeah, I it was just... It was... For me, it was a year of kind of what Lauren was saying, like, being aware of myself and getting to know myself. Um, learning emotional intelligence and emotional maturity was, like, a big thing for me this year where it was like, hey, here are some warning signs. Here are some emotions that are indicators of some bigger things. And... Um, there was a concept that I was talking to, I don't remember who it was, somebody a couple days ago, um, about, oh, geez, um, and it was like, darkness cannot be where light is, Mm. so, so when you're walking, and you know, Jesus literally says that he is the light of the world, um, and... (laughs) City on the hill. (laughs) City on the hill. (laughs) Giuseppe City, Giuseppe City on the Hill. Insert last name here. Insert last name here. Let's talk about that real quick. Wouldn't that be a cute name? City and then like Anna. Anna Hill is the middle name. Yeah, it's like on a hill. City on a hill. O n a h i l l. On a hill. Leave it in the comments. One word. I feel like Anna Hill's a city somewhere. No, it's cute. On a hill. You're thinking of Anna. that's funny um he's the light he's the yeah yeah, thank you um that he is the light when we're we're walking with him our sin and our and our junk and our darkness cannot be um and so it was just for me it was just like a year of pruning and getting a lot of my priorities straight I had some people forcibly removed from my life by the Lord um and it was not easy it was painful it was some of um probably some of the darkest times but it was ultimately the best um year because I'm so much better off and I'm so much freer and I'm so much closer to the Lord and the Lord and I are doing so many cool things right now and he's just like a collab 
It is a collab. Sarah Margaret X God. <laughs> yeah, that's like the crossover. He like commented on my Instagram post and he was like, wow. Such a great daughter. <laughs> hey sheep, what's up? <laughs> you seem a little lost. Oh my gosh. Hey yo, it's your boy, the shepherd. <laughs> the shepherd. <laughs> oh jeez. That's funny. Um oh my gosh. Um, who wants to take this next question? We can just kind of popcorn it. Um, I want y'all to kind of talk about, um, some of your challenges this year. We kind of already talked about it. Um, but yeah, could just kind of, Olivia, why don't you just kind of go into some of your biggest challenges this year? Um, I think my biggest challenge may have been like, um, like, I think I talked about it before, just, like, self-confidence. It was very, you know, you were talking about, Gracie was talking about being pushed out of her comfort zone or wanting to be pushed out of her comfort zone. And I never really was before. So, like, moving all the way to California definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. So just kind of, you know, saying true to myself and knowing who I was and not being so rocky. And I'm I'm naturally a very go-with-the-flow type of person. But I stood... Um, you know, I mean, I'm just not the same as other girls. Like, I'm I read books and have my hair up in a messy bun. And, you know, I just, I don't like doing those things that normal girls do. I don't know. <laughs> pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> That's funny. I like playing Xbox with the boys. <laughs> Anyways, um, that is true. All of that is true. So, anyways, I am, I mean, it was just, I didn't need to go the full all the time. I needed to know who I was as a person and kind of um, be strong in that. So, I think my main challenge was kind of just knowing myself, Mm -hmm. knowing what, you know, I believed in, what my morals were, um, my boundaries with people. Mm. And just kind of gaining self-confidence. I feel like I feel like being thrown into a whole new situation that you weren't really prepared for and then being able to get out of it, not only just surviving but kind of growing, definitely mm-hmm. gives you self-confidence. Just makes you feel like you can literally do anything else. It's like, oh, well, I did that. I literally moved in with strangers and I came out and I've had a great experience. I loved it. Yeah. So it's like I can literally do anything. So I think my main struggle, though, was kind of staying true to myself, you know, knowing who I was and growing my self-confidence and self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Giving me, like, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And Abednego? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Thrown into the fire. But oh, I was like, where are you going with that? That makes sense. The thing comes out even stronger. Um, Angeline, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little about your challenges. Ooh, yay. Uh, Y'all get your notebooks out. Here she goes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Going into college, fresh off of quarantine, um, during quarantine, I feel like I just grew a lot. Um, there wasn't a day where I wasn't in my Bible. There wasn't a day mm. where I um, wasn't, I don't journal, but, you know, wasn't writing notes or anything. And going into that, like, I really just had this fire. Oh, um, let's make Jesus known. Let's go out and make disciples and stuff. Mm. But my biggest challenge was when it came to I guess spreading the gospel mm. um I had never uh, never gone like gospel sharing before until that year I had never done anything like that before 
uh, I guess one of the biggest challenges that presented itself was when I found out that my roommates were non-believers mm. and I have never been around non-believers like that before. Um, I mean, it was more so that they had a lot of church hurt. Um, and then there's one of them who didn't believe in God at all. Um, is like really, really heartbreaking to see. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to go and you want to share that truth with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the constant struggle in my mind was that you can't save them. It's mm. not your job to That's save good. them. And, you know, I would go and I invite them to the well stuff all the time. And they'd always be like, um, they're like, oh, yeah, when is it? When is it? But when I would say it's like at church, they would always, be, um, I can't get a project. Got to do this. Got to do that. So it's really kind of discouraging to see when all you want to do is, you know, show them the truth of Jesus, show them who he is. Yeah. And um, in the back of my mind, or I guess one of the things that the Lord just rested on my heart was Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, mm. And it's um, when you seek me with your whole heart, then you will find me. Yeah. I can't go out and get Jesus for you. You mm. have to want to, you know, and like, it's our job to plant Write the seed. <laughs> Running. He is, um, <laughs> I mean, he is the vine dresser, and Jesus is the vine, and we are his branches. Mm. Um, you know, just trying to grasp the concept that um, it's not my job to save. Yeah. You know, you know. I think one of the things about Christians is that when we're on fire, when we're like that, all we want to do is go out mm. and try to see people cling to Jesus as much as we do. Yeah. But the thing is, not everybody has been exposed to Jesus. Not everybody wants to know him. Mm-hmm. And that's just a hard truth that we have to reckon with but at the same Mm. time keep doing what you're doing you know because we're the only Jesus people see sometimes yeah and you never know what he's doing it's maybe a conversation you had maybe that person's still thinking about it and it's been like weeks or something yeah so I think just um it's really good recognizing that um these are people you're talking to and my problem was I was looking at them that that like they were broken toys and needed to be fixed yeah. And that's not who they were. They're, they were people who were chosen and redeemed mm. by the same blood that we were. Mm. And when it comes to that, I think it's just that, you know, recognize that they're people. It's not your job to fix them. It's not your job to save them because you can't. I can't. Yeah. My soul cannot bear the weight of their sins. Ooh. So write that <laughs> down. That was going to be my chills. IG bio. I got chills in the BMAC. Yeah, chills, chills in the BMAC. In the Monopoly of Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Para. <laughs> I didn't mean to get off topic. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, just recognizing that um, the only person who could and who did carry the weight of our sins was Jesus. And that price was fully paid for 2000 years ago on the cross. So Mm. I think just remembering that, um, not to be discouraged Mm. when conversations don't really go the way that you expect, but, um, just see that as, okay, it's like, I did my job, you know, not in like a nonchalant slack off kind of way. It's like, I did what I was instructed. I did. I went and I, I told the truth. I went and I, did this and being obedient and um, going out and making disciples, but at the yeah. same time, just still recognizing that um, we're all individuals. Mm-hmm. People have had different experiences when yeah. it comes to the church and when it comes to Christians and just Christianity in general. So just really recognizing that, um, you know, as much as you really want people to know who Christ is, um, it just comes down to, you know, him being the only person yeah. who can redeem, only person who can save. Yeah. Paul so. even wrote that to the Corinthians um, in it's first Corinthians three, six, and I'll just read that one, but it's I planted, so I being Paul, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. Mm-hmm. Um and verse seven says, So neither 
he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. And Paul ends that one little chunks like verses five through nine was saying like, we are God's fellow workers. Like you are God's field, God's building. So like, I think it's a really good truth for us to remember um, as we are super zealous. Cause I know like having a zeal for the Lord when it's placed in like the right facet, I guess is something so super good. Um, and I'll kind of get, Lauren to kind of talk about that a little bit when it comes to like her serving with like Micah Fellows and stuff like that. Um, but with like, with, with the truth that it's, it's not us, it's almost more like freeing. Wouldn't you agree? It really is. Yeah. Honestly. Um, like it's more freeing to, to go into these conversations and into these, into like your living space. Really? Where yeah. it's people like who are becoming like your family mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, and they don't know Jesus mm-hmm. and it is heartbreaking. Like I, like, I want y'all to know that like, it's okay to hurt for these people. Yeah. Jesus hurt for these people. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul hurt for these people. There's a verse in, I think it's, oh, it might be Romans nine or 10. I don't remember. Um, but he was, Paul was saying that he longed more than anything for the Jews to be saved. And that we talked about this at Super yes, Summer. Yes, we did. We talked oh about this God. at Super Summer, and the and the really cool thing that um our campus pastor and we y'all go force yourself to sit down and listen to our yes. Super Summer episode. It's long. So it's grab long. Some popcorn. Well, um, so uh, sorry, not sorry, um, for it being long, but not sorry. Not sorry. At all. <laughs> but he talked about it, and he was saying that like the Jews that Paul were talking to Paul was talking Paul grammar that Paul was talking about they were the same generation of Jews that put Jesus on the cross. Like, it, it's not that far removed. It was maybe 40 years max. So, like, some of the people who were who were there were probably in, like, their 60s or something. Like, mm-hmm. if, say, if the 20 years there, and it's at the time that Paul's writing this to, to the church at Rome, they're, like, 60, 65. Like, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not that far removed. It's the same generation that saw it. Um, so, like, it's – sorry. It's just, <laughs> it's just a really cool and humbling – an exciting desire um, to see like your own heart yearn for people to get saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Angela can probably attest to this too. Like the kind of prayers that you pray when you're praying for someone to get saved yeah. are like from the deepest possible part of your core. Like no words. No, almost. literally. Like, you were just breathless, almost breathless. crying out <laughs> saying, please. Yeah. And again, it's so encouraging that like we can come, like we're God's fellow workers, like the Holy Spirit groans with us with deeper groanings than we can imagine too. It's just really cool. But um, Lauren, why don't you go into kind of what we're talking about with like serving and Micah Fellows and your challenges kind of being on a, a Christian university's campus? Yeah, I would say as far as um, challenges go for me this year, um, Definitely one was not having the right mindset um, just in everything that I was doing, I guess, at different times. Um, it varied, like, throughout the year. But um, I would say one thing that I learned is uh, with friendships, it's better to um, focus on being a friend to others than looking for people to be a friend to you. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely the type of person where I want things to be ideal, I want things to look the right way. And obviously this year, um, there were a lot of things that were just out of my control and they didn't look the way they should. And that caused a lot of stress and a lot of worry. Um, And I just wanted to have control and I wanted friendships to look, you know, the perfect way. And I wanted um, classes to look the right way and just everything that I was involved in. I wanted it to just be ideal and just 
enjoyable and that sort of thing. But um, I guess as I learned to um, focus on serving others and just being a friend to others, um, that definitely, um, it brings more joy than, I guess, being loved. Like being loved like by other people and being served by other people, it definitely is beneficial. But mm -hmm. I would say that, you know, if that's all you're focusing on, like if you're focusing on receiving that, then you're going to be let down and you're not going to um, just, I guess, have the right mindset as you go throughout college or just any other stage of life too. But yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Um, okay. Why don't you kind of go into your challenges a little bit? Okay. So last year, um, nothing really like changed like in my like life because I was still living at home, you know, and everything was still kind of normal. Um, so I kind of felt stuck kind of like in, in my like spiritual life and like everything else. Um, I was just feeling stuck. Um, so, and I'd like, don't get out of my comfort zone a lot, like ever. I don't really like talk to new people or like anything else. So I think like this year, I'm definitely gonna try to like talk to new people and meet new people and get out of my comfort zone, comfort zone some more. So I don't feel as stuck as I did last year. Um, so hopefully I can start to grow some more. So yeah, that's yeah. really good. That's really good. Um, Gracie. What were some of your challenges? Um, yeah, something, it kind of goes with, like, what Lauren was saying. It was more of, like, a mindset that I had that was, like, a challenge for me. Um, was just, like, not not being intentional with my time with people. Mm. Um, there are so many people, like, even, even though I didn't go to class, there were so many people that I was around um, that, like, I crossed paths with, even if it was, like, uh, through Zoom, over the phone, like, whatever it may be um on the softball field in the weight room like there are so many people that I come in contact with and it was just more of like a just surface level like oh hey how are you doing mm -hmm. uh let me be funny like it wasn't uh like how are like how is your relationship with the Lord um and that's something that I've been terrible at for a long time is just like um checking in on my friends uh, they can attest to this because mm -hmm. rarely do they see my name pop up hey how are you doing how is your walk with the Lord um so that's really one of the main things um, was just intentionality. Mm. Um, just because that's something hard for me to do um, is just, like, confront people. Um, a, when I see something is, like, wrong, which I, I do understand that there's times when you shouldn't mm -hmm. and times when you should. Um, but the level of, like, friendship that I'm at with a bunch of people, I like, I have the mm -hmm. responsibility as their friend, Absolutely. as their sister in Christ, to say something to them. And it doesn't have to be some, like, hey, you're doing this wrong and I'm not doing this wrong, so look at my life and, like, <laughs> fix it. It's out of love. Yeah. And I think that's what turns so many people away is because sometimes people have hard conversations with people um, and it's out of more of, like, a pride aspect. Absolutely. It's not coming from the Lord. It's not conviction from the Lord at all. It's mm. more of, look at me, I'm doing, I'm doing mm. air quotes, guys. I'm doing the Lord's work, <laughs> and you're not. You're turning more people away from, mm. Come from on. him. Can I get, like, a write that down? Can I get a write that down? I'm write that down, No, that is so good. There's, a, there's one of my favorite devotionals that I think I've ever done um, is by Paul David Tripp, and it's called New Morning Mercies. Write that down. Shameless plug, Paul David. Um, I love your book. Really big fan. Um, but you can come on the potty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> We're not editing that out. We're not editing that out. Guys, potty is short for a podcast. podcast not P O T T Y. It's P O D D Y. That's the laboratory. Clarifying. But there's a there's a quote that honestly the Lord does this. He's really funny about this. He is funny in general. He's hilarious. It was it was one of my devos, and it was the truth spoken without love ceases to be true because it's twisted in human agenda and pride. And I sat there, y'all, and I read that, and I was like, oh, It my just, like, stops gosh. you in your track. Stop sign. It's like a stop sign It's like a stop face. sign yeah. to my I face. I read it multiple times. Mm-hmm. No, literally. Um, but I think that's so, that's so good to know, uh, especially, like, in conflicting situations with people, um, to know just going in with the mindset that you're unified with Christ and you're unified and all of that. I think that's so good. Um, Sarah Margaret, what are some challenges that you have faced this year? Um, I would say, I would say, I like first semester was really just like easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like it was, oh my gosh, cover girl. <laughs> <sponsor> us. <laughs> it was, it was just super easy. I, I found people. I was happy. I like sure there were some bumps in the road, but it was nothing like huge. Um, but going into second semester, just had a lot of just horrible heartbreak. Um, and just if my legs were just kicked out from under me, it was just not a good time. Um, but I like the Lord kind of showed me how sort of kind of what I was talking about earlier, like darkness and light cannot be in the same place. Like the Lord just kind of showed me very tenderly that like, hey, you have some core lies that you believe and they're they're lies. And I and I contradict that. So I really have had my biggest challenge has really just been changing my self-talk and um, the way I look at myself and the way that I look at other relationships. Um, Cause for me, I'm the kind of person who will be there for anybody. I will go out of my way to do something. I will stay up all night and talk to you if you need it, but I won't ever ask for that. Um, and I'm terrified to ask for mm-hmm. that. Um, I had to give myself a 30-minute pep talk just to, like, randomly call a friend of mine a couple weeks ago. They didn't answer, and it wasn't the end of the world, but it was, like, afterward I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I did it. I did it. Um, but it was I just learning for me that the Lord has designed us for community, and the Lord has designed us for two-sided community, um, and it's not a, a one way road it is not Sarah Margaret is going to expend herself and lay herself on the line um just to be empty um and now like my vertical relationship like with the Lord um like not horizontal but vertical um (laughs) but my vertical feeling was absolutely more than enough but he had to remind me that it is not good for man to be alone um, it is just as important to be full horizontally as it is vertically. Um, so yeah, just really my biggest challenge was learning that it's okay to ask for help. Um, learning that it's okay to ask for things from other people because like, <laughs> no, we're getting snacks. <laughs> it's Lauren. guys. <laughs> Lauren. Sorry, guys, I just wanted my gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you 
looked back. She said, <laughs> she oh. looks so guilty. <laughs> oh, y'all are, y'all hear me? My bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Just, just that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to be vulnerable. And, um, I actually, I saw a TikTok the other day from Elijah Lamb, which you can come on the podcast. That'd be really cool. You're really smart. Um, but he was reminding his followers and basically TikTok as a whole that like, you have to be willing, is literally verbatim, you have to be willing to believe that the people around you and the people who choose to be in your life are choosing to be in your life for a reason. And they're choosing to be there, like, because they are willing to help you and they want to help you. So I really just think, and it's still, like, a work in progress. Like, I am not at all perfect in it still. I've gotten a lot better. The Lord has really just kind of grabbed my hand and been like, all right, come on, sister, you got things to do. Daughter. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> the way she just looked I'm at joking, me. I'm joking. I'm joking. I I'm like, like the Gracie follower. girl is so mean. It's like the third episode. Like, come on, daughter. Like, we got things to do. We got places to be. Um, we got people to for you to talk to, people that I've given you for a reason. Um, so yeah, I think that's really good. But that is really good. Yeah, I do agree with you. Thank you. That. That's very affirming. Yeah. What's my love language? Words of F. Thanks. Quality time. I thought it would be acts of service, actually. Lawrence is service. Lawrence is what? Acts of service. Is it really? I I knew that, actually. I love quality time, too, though. Mine's the equal physical touch quality time. Not physical touch. Oh, my God. She did not. No, mine's with everyone. 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 Everyone, what? So Gracie and I, her DMs. Gracie and I were taking pictures today, and Lauren you guys would have seen them by now. And yeah, y'all are gonna have to, y'all are gonna have seen them. Um, and Gracie would have to go one, two, three when Lauren would ask us to hug because Gracie hates physical I, no, touch. I cannot stand physical touch. And I was talking, I was talking to Chrissy about it earlier, and she was like, "That's so not you, though. Like, you're not usually weird about physical touch." I'm like, "It's only I only get weird about physical touch when I'm with Gracie." I was just about to say that it's only Gracie. It's only Gracie. Gracie just, just kind of, especially it. when it's like. Because we were at Six Flags the other, not the other day, the other month, <laughs> and and she was, and like people were trying to like put their arm around me, like it's hot outside, it's yeah. the middle Who of summer. No, I ran the people. Tell us what really happened? At Six Flags. <laughs> what all happened went down there? Oh, <laughs> so Bugs Bunny was like <laughs> LeBron. LeBron, LeBron James had come up and he'd be like, hey, we're filming Space Jam too. I was say y'all stream, uh, watch Space Jam too. Uh, we are sponsored by Space Jam too and LeBron. So so you guys just slide up and use our promo code <laughs> Vault fifteen fifteen <laughs> for fifteen percent off your movie ticket. Your next yeah. ticket. Azon's <laughs> <laughs> cracking up over there. Yeah. And for why? <laughs> and for why? <laughs> Is that y'all's thing or something? No, it's ours. Who's ours? Who's ours? Oh, I don't remember us? that joke. I don't mm, remember. All I know good, is fake because it was just us. <laughs> <laughs> we have yet to say the main joke. What's hey, the Drew. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, things coming out tonight. We will okay, see you guys. Okay, we will see you guys next episode. <laughs>